Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm not going to try to make this... I hope you understand. Never my intention to make this program particularly geographically centric in this country. Certainly not trying to make it Ontario centric. But there's some stories that come out of Ontario right now that have to do with healthcare, And they are particularly interesting, and I think to people across the country, because there are implications for everyone. As Dr. Day said, 14 healthcare jurisdictions. So if one jurisdiction does something, you can be pretty sure some of the others are going to follow suit, particularly if it looks like it's politically expedient and if there can be some uh, blame passed around when things don't work. So what Ontario is going to do, and they haven't released the details, this is what bothers me too about governments. This is what we're going to do, but we're not, not going to tell you how. So they're going to require seniors who are in hospitals now who are deemed to be transferable to long-term care facilities to move them out to facilities that are available even if the senior doesn't want to go to that facility or if that facility is distant, very distant, from the the senior's um, family and everything they know. So why is the senior in the hospital? Because we didn't have anywhere to put them. But now we do, so we're going to involuntarily move them. How will you do that? Well, we don't know yet. We're not going to tell you yet. So they release the information piecemeal so we don't get too upset. So let them absorb that Joe and Jane and, you know, whoever in this country who's dealing with health care. All of us. Every last one of us yeah, deals with health care. So let, 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 let Canadians absorb this. And then we'll absorb that, and then we'll absorb that, and then we'll absorb that piecemeal, and then eventually they get the whole picture, but it's too late to argue because we've already agreed to a few component parts. It's the way it works. I'll debate that with you too, if you wish. So we have, for the last year or so, been speaking with Mark, and Mark's dad was in his 90s, and Mark's dad was taken from uh, a long-term care facility where he'd fallen to a hospital during COVID and was returned to Mark by the hospital staff late at night, bloodied. He'd fallen and bloodied himself uh, in the fall, but they hadn't cleared off the dry blood. And they brought Mark's dad, who's in his 90s, back to Mark in a wheelchair in a paper gown in the middle of winter, and said, you can take him out of here now and take him back to that facility. Well, this was COVID, and you moving people around wasn't that easy. Mark is back with us on the program. There have been additional developments. First of all, I have to say this to you. The first thing I have to say, condolences on the loss of your father, Mark. Yes, thank you, Roy. And you hit the nail on the head uh, when it comes to whether we have a choice or don't have a choice. And I don't think you and I have talked about this. We've communicated a bit by email over the last, uh, it's actually been two years almost, Roy. Really, two years. It started in April wow. of 2020. Wow. Okay. So it's over two years. Yeah. And my, I was offered, I fought I, um, weekly, almost um, by email and um, every other day, trying to get my dad into a 
Ontario-run long-term health care uh, facility, hopefully something close to my home. I couldn't get that. In the end, after a couple of years, and I believe this, and I don't know if I'm right here, but as long as I was paying for a private, they weren't working to get me into a public. Sounds about right. And that's, I, I believe this now, after, a, a, you know, even though they'll tell you, oh, well, you could, um, you know, it takes five to seven years to get into a, a public facility. <laughs> so how are we supposed to manage that? Where's the time? Where when do you start? Time? When do you start planning? <laughs> well, but you can't apply if you're healthy. They won't let you. But I said to the lady, I'm 67. I said, well, should I apply now? Well, no, you you can't apply now. You have to apply when you need it. And it's five to seven years from the time you need it. It, it was awful. It was an awful experience. You know, anybody with a modicum of common sense knows that that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then when you're in I mean, you lived it. I tried to, I, you try and get in the system. I never got in. <laughs> in the end... Uh, I never did get a spot in a long-term care facility run by the province of Ontario. It was easier to get my aunt, who's 93, who lives in the province of Quebec, in minutes, a week or less, we were into a a facility, no problem. Here in Ontario, if you have any money and you're already in a... So what happened with my dad, as you know, he was healthy enough, and I put him in a place, and he had enough money, and I kept him in a, a, a private facility... Uh, but then as things developed and his health started to fail and he fell and then things got worse and he was 96, 97, 98, and I'm pushing, trying to get him in somewhere where I, you know, was costing $10,000 a month. You you can't go on forever at ten grand a month unless you've got a lot of money. Right. Absolutely. And, so, I, and I just uh, simply couldn't get him in. So, so your dad was in the facility and uh, you're paying in the neighborhood of $10,000, and I know you're helping your dad. Um, and... And then he he became ill and uh, he passed away. You were you were going to m- move him from the long term care facility to a hospice, is correct? Yes. And then so your dad your dad died. He he passed overnight. Which is a, this is a crazy story. I I, I was on with uh, you know the people uh, in Ontario in the province who run run this, uh, the Lynn, I think they've changed the name since, but I, I still call it the Lynn. Uh, and I'm talking to them saying, listen, we, we simply can't afford it anymore. So we, and if we can't get in and I kept pushing with the home that he was in along with the Lynn to try and move him in. And as he was deteriorating, I said, listen, can we, is there any way we can get him into a, maybe a hospice now? It's a couple of weeks, three weeks, he might live a month. Uh, we were fortunate enough to get him in and, um, and, and the night that I, I visited him on a, on a uh, Tuesday, and, and I was explaining to him what was going on, and we were going to move him into a local hospice, which my mom happened to, uh, to uh, be fortunate enough to get into. Uh, she was, uh, uh, you know, with cancer 10, 12, 13 years ago. And uh, my dad uh, passed that night, so we never did get to the hospice. So now, uh, now you're still, you think it's over, maybe with the long-term care facility, but it's not. Tell us what happened, please. I was, um, so, uh, so dad passes away uh, overnight. I get the call first thing in the morning. He's passed. It's a, a somewhat of a relief in a sense. He's 98. He was moving to a hospice, so I was, I was fine. Um, gathered up my, my darling wife and my, um, one of my nephews. We rolled over there in the afternoon, cleaned out his suite, and uh, right away, that day, uh, 
um, I had a bad, this is a private facility. So I, I'm, I'm having a bad vibe already from them. And I'd had for weeks and months trying to get them out of there and, and trying to negotiate, uh, fees and so on. And I'm told, um, on my way out the door that, um, oh no, you, you don't, this was a 13th of July. So I'm thinking I'm going to get a rebate for the 14th and on to the rest of the month because you prepay for these services. Right. Uh, no, it's uh, you require 30 days notice. <laughs> that that didn't go well uh, with me. So I, um, you know, my, my perspective was, well, how am I able to give you 30 days notice, even though we were going to move out the next day. So I guess they're holding on to the fact that we were leaving, which at some point you have a contract in the contract that does say 30 days notice if you if you're just moving out um i didn't i wasn't paying attention to that to be very honest i i didn't think of that at all i was just trying to get them in a place uh where things would be a little uh, easier and for us and for the family but the fact that he passed away now they're asking me they're saying 30 days notice so they actually wanted to keep the rest of the month and and i would have had to pay the next 15 or 16, whatever days it would have been into August. Of course, I, I didn't. So since then, of course, I, I've been, I, I, a few emails went back and forth. Um, it wasn't right in my mind. I, my question, simple question, one question, how am I able to provide you 30 days notice when he passed? Well, exactly how? I don't, I, the question was never answered. Didn't they say something to you about it being like rent or mortgage? So um, the, the the real effect, and I think people need to be careful when they sign these agreements and they go into these homes, and typically a private home now. I'm not, I don't know what goes on in the public system because I never got in there. Uh, so, so and, I, and I think it's much simpler, and it's a hell of, it's a, it's a lot less money to be in if you can get into the public uh, side of it. And we, you know, we're fortunate enough that we're able to support uh, my dad's uh, side of it uh, for as long as we did. Most people don't have that. And, and I don't know, you know, what happens, wh what's the option. I th What I gathered from it as time over the few days passed and my talking to them only by email, by the way, nobody had the nerve to talk to me face to face, um, was, oh, well, the services... So there's two components to uh, an invoice from a private facility, and one is the suite and services over and above the standard. So once you're, if you're in a private facility that, that happens to have a long-term care floor, which is the floor that my father was on, we happened to be in a place where they did have a floor. I had to move them from one to another because they didn't have that floor in facility number one. So I ended up having to move them to another facility where they did have a long-term care floor. The services will be, they'll refund you that because you're not using the services. So you're not using the PSW to give them a shower and sponge bath them and give them his medications and changes, you know, himself over. Like, all those services over and above the suite. So what they were headed for was, well, you owe us 30 days on the suite itself. We'll credit the services part. So what happened? Uh, well, the last communication which I received from them, which was a, a voicemail that said, we're going to send you a refund 
it, they didn't. He did, and you know it's hard to get through to these people because they don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> they prefer to do email and and voicemails. And I missed the call, of course. And he was good enough to call me back. I haven't received a check. I don't know if it'll be a hundred percent refund for both services and the suite. So it's not over, but it's somewhat over in the sense that they they did communicate to me that I will get a refund. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.